Action Park Media. All right, welcome to Victory the Podcast. I am Doug Allen. I'm Kevin Dillon. And I am Kevin Connolly. I mean, I don't know what's happening. I feel like I haven't seen you guys in months. I heard some rumblings about something. Dylan's leaving town again, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's happening, Let's Kevin? about Dylan? the new movie. Well, if you guys read the trades every once in a while, you would see that I just got a movie. I wasn't able to talk about it until today because the trades just announced it. But it's called Hot Seat. It's with Mel Gibson again. But this time, I'm the lead. Wow. Well, Mel is also the lead, too. Uh, wait, are you, you ahead Mel, of Mel or not? You and Mel. No, like, I don't think I'll be ahead of Mel. I'm pretty sure I'll be number two. Not on the call sheet. You might have a bigger role. But you, I think I do. You and Mel are like the two Corys. You're like Corey Hayman <laughs> and Corey Feldman from the 80s. Which Corey am I? Uh, <laughs> I that's know. a good question. Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. That remains to be seen, yeah, which Corey, seen. Kevin yeah. Dillon. So you got, but, but you just found out that you got this movie? Yeah, I mean, I basically got it yesterday. Right, and when do you leave? And I leave Friday. Wow. Dude. Now, the yeah. last Mel Gibson movie. How many fucking people passed on that movie for them to go to Dylan <laughs> at the last? They clearly, someone obviously backed out or. Uh, what were you going to say? That was, you stole my thunder. But the last Mel Gibson movie you got, Kevin Connolly passed on and recommended to you, and you got it. So that's I was right. going to say who that's passed right. on this so one. So I, I might owe Kevin for this one. Not too. only that, that could have been me in that second movie had I gone to. Had I, gone. Yeah, I don't think so, bro. Yeah. Did no one call you for this one? They did not call me for this one, no. So Dylan's their guy, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you, I just can't picture you and Mel hanging. Do you guys hang? Is it like, uh, let's go to the pub well, after? Well, no, I mean, he's not drinking anymore. That's good. I mean, I would love to go drinking with him, but yeah. that's not happening. Sounds like a good time. Uh, you know, he was so busy in the last one. He had so much to do. I didn't really get to hang with him during the downtime. He didn't have a lot of downtime. And what about this one? How long are you gone for? What's up? I'm, I'm going to be gone probably about 10 days. Oh, okay. So, so not bad. It's not going to affect us too much. Where does it victory. shoot? Where does it shoot? It shoots in New Mexico okay. where the fatal shooting just happened. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so, there is some guns in this movie. It'll so, be interesting uh, to see how that changes. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've been, we've been doing all been doing this for a while. I've, right. I always look down the barrel and always make sure that there's nothing caught in there. I always look at the rounds and I always keep it on safety. At least until you. It is an interesting action. It is an. They said that the gun was cold. It was a cold well, gun. Which well, means first of all, nothing in there. I got a couple interesting things about this because this is a um, on the Alec Baldwin movie. If yeah. anyone doesn't know, we're talking about tragedy. He took a gun that supposedly wasn't loaded, and somebody ended up uh, being killed, which is horrible. Did, that gun does not have a safety on it. This was an old style it's gun. I mean, it's a western. Okay, I didn't know that. But okay. the real question is, and I say to you guys who have both handled guns in filmmaking, and I, you know, as someone who you know has slight training in in arms, I mean, every time that gun discharges, I check the barrel. So, yeah, do you do that on the I set? I do it every time. I look down the barrel, make sure there's nothing in it. I dry fire it yeah. a couple times down at the floor, and then I check the ammunition that they put in it. And I didn't know that it was an old gun, but then you put it on safety. Yeah. You never pull a trigger during a rehearsal. Yeah, you know? that was, I mean, listen, I think that the details are still trickling in. I think there's just a lot more to the story. Yeah, that, I, yeah. It doesn't make sense. I definitely don't want to uh, put blame on anyone before no. I know all the details. But what I can tell it you certainly is. certainly isn't Alex's 
false. I agree. And one thing everybody agrees is that they said cold gun and handed it to Yeah, them. cold like, gun in, in hand. Cold is, gun yeah. means that it's it's good to but, go. But yeah. here's what we should know. And again, forgetting Alec Baldwin, the actor, I know as executive producer of a show, I sign things that I do have certain responsibilities to safety on the set. And apparently on this movie, there were a lot of safety violations happening. And yeah. sadly or not, I'm an Alec Baldwin fan, but he's this is going to be problematic for him, obviously emotionally, but this yeah. is going to be a problem. You well, know? For, yeah. from a producer, ironically, not the actor part. The fact that he's a producer, there might be some yeah. something yeah. there. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, like the I mean, beauty of that, like here at Victory, the podcast, like I'm probably allowed to kill anyone in this studio, right. but Connolly will have the problem <laughs> you, if that were to happen. You've threatened to kill everybody in the studio, so just so we have that all up. You almost choked out Connolly that exactly, one time. Exactly. No, um, never, never, never. So Dylan's leaving for the show. So what my first panic was, which I'm already panicked about, which I think is weird because I'm not the celebrity face of this thing or no, anything, you're not. really. You're right. Right but we got live shows that if we don't start selling some tickets, we're going to be playing to a quiet room. Are we not doing well? No, I think we're doing real. I, listen, I haven't looked at Boston or Port Chester, your hometown. That's the one you <laughs> should look yeah, at. So yeah. Connolly hasn't looked at two of the three shows, but he feels but we're doing well. meanwhile, you put two shows in front of Port Chester on each side of it, so you're still my fans. Right. No, no. Your fans your fans are everywhere, Dylan. You have fans <laughs> well, everywhere. I can't argue with that. <laughs> right. But, but uh, yeah, I think I think we're good to go on Long Island. I think we got a little work to do in Boston and Port Chester. Oh. Uh, which we will do. Uh, I'm gonna, we yeah. will utilize the Dylan So Long name. Island's looking good. I, I believe so. Not, you guys I, are teaming up on me with the Long Island thing. It's only one of us yeah. in Westchester. Doug is Doug is like hiding behind the guys. Who are like, nobody wants to see me. Everybody wants to see you. But like, <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. Doug, is, yeah, right. Doug is from Long Island. He knows more people in Long Island than you. Correct. Doug knows a lot I of am hiding behind the fact that I am just simply pure talent. And right now, Connolly. Ish. Talent-ish. <laughs> Connolly is handing me these venues and saying, it's a cold weapon and if it doesn't fucking fire it's his problem not mine well so, let me ask you are we getting anywhere with uh our spe- we need a special guest i'm guessing you didn't get in contact with billy joel <laughs> <laughs> guessing billy joel hasn't returned your call yeah you know eli manning talks to me now which is really great and then uh you know dylan didn't show up for that little uh, special oh, that yeah. we had but oh. eli manning talks to me now but billy joel has not returned any of my messages what so. about dice Ooh. Do you know that we would bring the walls down? Boy, that'd be great. At the place if Dice came out. We you might know. not be able to get a word in edgewise, though. That would be fine. <laughs> Dice, bring him out at the end. Bring we also might not be able to make any money because Dice would take it all. So Dice can sell out the Paramount by himself. I don't think he needs us. So how do we That's sell well, Andrew you, Dice Clay? We set it up as like, hey, man, if you happen to be in New York, you <laughs> can use a favor. We'll send a car. Yeah. We'll pay a little. We'll give him an envelope. They yeah. do a little stand-up, too. Yeah, we'll do a little envelope. See, little I'm envelope. going a little different way. I'm like, I'll, I'll get you a plane. I'll get you a car. And you can take all the cash receipts that come out of the thing. I think that's the only way we're getting dice, but I can try. I think you should ask dice. Well, can I put it on a group text message where everybody actually responds? Because usually they don't, which is going to lead me to my next topic. And which, you know what? Let's <laughs> before we go to that because that's got a lot. Of, that's got a lot. It's got a lot to do with texts and calls. But Kevin, I don't know if you heard. Do you know that I got fired from Hollywood Ways, Doug's other podcast? No, <laughs> I didn't know you. He could fire you. I thought I, you were the boss. I should. I, you would think I was unfireable, but I, I've ridiculous. Been, I've been removed. <laughs> <laughs> I've this, been removed from the cast really? of Hollywood Ways. Really? Yes. yes. You know what's really funny about this? I always this? felt left out anyway with you two and 
know me. Would right. you like to join the cast? Of oh, no, bro, well, now that Connolly's been fired, uh, yeah, maybe you, there's you, an opening. You really want the uh, Kevin Dillon official Instagram pump in Hollywood ways 24-7? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I am right now anyway. <laughs> I would like to just be very crystal clear on this. Kevin Connolly, Action Park Media, is producing Hollywood Ways along with Podcast One. Kevin Connolly, it's very difficult to, he's a busy man. And I can't have like my schedule like everybody I got to see. When are you available? When are you this? So what I said to Connolly, I go, you know what? We got to split this off from Victory because we don't want it to just feel like it's a, a, a slightly different version of Victory. So I said, you know, why don't you just sit in the booth and, and not talk? And and I think Ooh. that offended him. But I wasn't saying No, it. no, no, no. You didn't. You said you didn't want me in the booth. Well, I didn't want you staring at me judging. So wait, wait. You're not even allowed in the booth. I'm not, I'm not even He's allowed. not even allowed in, in Action Park. Wait in the I own the booth. And then <laughs> go, in the, I, go wait in the car. And then I, I, well, you could tell Doug got it up and he just, he just came right out with it. He was like, listen, I think it's too much like Victory and I'm, I'm going to need you to not be on Hollywood ways, right? You know, I watch <laughs> a lot right, though, a little that's, bit, bro. It fine, is a little victory That's fine. I've, ne- I've never, I'm happy to be fired. Have you ever been ways. fired before? <laughs> yeah, a few times. Yeah. Happy to be fired from Hollywood ways. But then he walks in he's, and I'm in the bu- in the building, my my building, by the way. <laughs> what are you doing here? Uh, and he said, what are you doing here? <laughs> no, I what? thought you weren't coming. What are you doing here? I'm like, don't worry, bro. I'm not, I got my, I got my walking papers. He tried to, he tried to throw me. Go to your office. What happened was, I, you know, I watch a lot of hard knocks. So I, I, if you ever see how the coaches give uh, the players their walking papers. Yeah. You, you were a lot more direct than most of those coaches. (laughs) (laughs) What happened was at like 11 o'clock at night, Connolly says, see you in the morning. Now it was a Saturday. So I was like, I know what he's doing. He's throwing his pacifier. He knew what he was doing. I was like, oh, I didn't think you were coming. He's like, and I saw how his little, like, you could see the quote, like he was typing Bubbles. for like three minutes. And I know he was, he was figuring out whether he was going to write, go fuck yourself or, you know, I go where I want. But no, he was not fired and he's always welcome. And no, and no, I just, uh, you asked me to not be on the show anymore. It's fine. I don't want, I mean, honestly, bro, I'm happier. You're still a producer. If that makes you feel any better. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. How, how do you feel? Do you feel bad that you fired me? Did it, was it better I without me? I didn't feel like it was a firing. I just well, felt what, like, what would you call it? Don't I, be here. We would like, and then be also somewhere else. don't <laughs> be somewhere else. And then and then don't be in the building while you're at it. Your I, own building. It's you Saturday. Know, why don't you? Uh, why aren't you and Kennedy at the park? I mean, that's pretty much what he said. You know what the thing <laughs> is? The difference between Victory and Hollywood Ways when Conley's on it. Conley he goes in the booth and he multitasks. So I hear them in the booth. They're talking about other things and other shows. He's talking about Ryan Leaf. Like he's got this big giant. Podcast coming on Ryan Leaf busts where he talks about you know where Ryan Leaf was anticipated to be one of the great quarterbacks ever and unfortunately this is good podcast man I'm excited about this yeah I am too actually I heard a few minutes of it It was great but I'm like I'm talking about whatever we're talking about on Hollywood Ways and I'm listening in the booth and he's talking about like Ryan Leaf's cut and I'm like Kev over here can you focus on us and he's like you're not doing the numbers that Victory's doing or Ethan Suplee's doing so you know so anyway I think it's I think it's a good party but I want to get were you happy to get that off your chest no I wasn't and were you happy with the way that I responded. Don't you think I took it well? I thought you were great. I didn't think it was a firing, though, and I still think you're, do you you're have welcome. A re- do you have a replacement for me? <laughs> no. no. Yeah, Ted Foxman has replaced me. Uh, you know what? Got it's... fired by a non-podcaster. <laughs> replaced for a non-podcaster. You know what? The guy who brought me and Breezy together, who her show premiered last night, by the way, it's just, it's huge. Like, this is a, a mammoth monster, show, yeah. this this uh, All-American, which Dylan's going to go, what is that? You know, because right. What is that? I'm still <laughs> dying at, there was a line in Hawaii that Kevin Dylan said was one of the funniest things of all time, because 
Sarah Sanderson, my girlfriend, is is uh, very good friends with Mary, who produces Mick G's shows. Mick G's one of the biggest He's producer director, directors in yeah. the world. So Sarah goes, you know, I should introduce you to Mick G. And Dylan was like, he had a couple of bevies. And, and Dylan goes, I don't know who that is. I know who Mickey D's is. I don't but, know uh, Mick G. I know Mickey D's. And, and that's cla- that's classic Dylan. But now I got to get to. So Mick G, uh, if you're listening, I love you, bro. I love you. And I, I love you, man. Hire me, bro. To Mickey D's. Hire me, bro. So Hire now me. we got to get something else. Like, I do feel I bring a lot of magic to the show, and I bring a lot of tension and magic. people that come tension in. Tension and magic. But I brought, hopefully, Hall of Famer Andrew Whitworth from the Rams. We're hopefully going to win the Super Bowl. I brought oh, him yeah. into the podcast. What a great guy. <laughs> He's the best. Great guy and guest. But let's talk about what happens. He sends a text to the three of us, which, can I tell you, there's nothing more stressful to me than when I get a group text as if we're that a family. Dylan and I, that you and I are. He doesn't like it when we're, because you and I don't respond. You guys don't respond. I respond. Uh, you, you responded, yeah, I want four on the floor. <laughs> four <laughs> days. Well, this is what happened. You responded to that one, Dylan. Which and, one was it? Andrew Whitworth sends a text, which right now yeah. the Rams are the hottest ticket in LA. It's like, it actually is crazy what, you know, how much people want to go to the Rams games. But anyway, I get this text message. I knew I couldn't go already, but hey guys, want to come to the Rams game Sunday? And I immediately start feeling the stress. I know these guys aren't going to respond. I know it's I responded first. Let's let, we'll talk about that. So anyway, I respond. I cannot make it. And then he writes like two days later when nobody's talking. He's like, Hey guys, which is so nice that, that he's like, you following know, up. Yeah. Following up. And he's like, Hey guys, just need to know by Friday. Now I've already responded. I'm not going, but I try again. I'm like, Hey, I'd love to come to a game in the future. But then Dylan goes, if Doug's not going, I'll take all four tickets. All right. So anyway, Dylan's now got the four tickets. But just so you know, I, when that group text came in, I shot him a, a personal text message. Oh, you went off. Oh. I went all, I went rogue and oh. I shot him a personal text message. I said, I, you know, I'm on, I'm on dad duty this weekend. So I had to be out of town for the night. Uh, oh. Thanks for the invite. But, and he said, oh, I know it all too well. Well, uh, you know, get rain Now check. I wish that. So why would you hide that from I wish us. that was in the group because <laughs> now uh, that's, that's right. what happens. I that's why I had a fire from Hollywood Ways. He wants to make it all personal. I wanted to make it personal. <laughs> so I sent him a personal text message. But I know you, you're stressed out. Like, Uh-oh. is anybody going to respond to this guy? Am I the only one that's going to respond to this guy? Yeah. That's By the way, this, hey, this, Doug, I responded the first day, did I not? I think you gave an early yeah, response. I but gave then, the first response. But then there was not a, I think Dylan oh, was only going said, up yeah, that four. sounds great. Dylan gave the hold, I can't firmly commit, but hold my seats. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, I gave the old, that sounds great. That sounds yeah. great. Give me a few minutes to figure it yeah. out. But it gets worse, as it always does with this, this wonderfully eclectic crew of people. <laughs> so on Sunday, I'm minding my own business. I'm with my daughter, which is the reason I'm not going to the game. It's 11.43, and the game... 105 kickoff. Right? Of probably, I guess, am I wrong? The Rams are probably right now the one, two, I or mean, three favorites. You know, they're right up at the top. Oh, yeah. Right up at the top. One of the best teams in football. And sure. as we know, Whitworth is an enormous part of keeping Matthew oh, yeah. Stafford oh, yeah. safe and helping this team win. Also, Whitworth's a team leader. Yes. Yes. Right? But anyway... I'm minding my own business, eating breakfast with my daughter, and Dylan calls. Now, when Dylan calls, which I know him 20 years, he's called me six times, probably ever. In what the are you 20 talking years. about? You're out of your mind. But I'm like, I I'm call a- you once a week when we were shooting. My heart Russia. starts racing. What does Kevin Dylan want? Let's Why see. is he directly calling me and not texting me? Yeah, and you think, right. you know, Connolly would answer if I ever called him. Because <laughs> I, I don't call a chit-chat. I call because I need something. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. So I go, I pick up, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, uh, uh, Kev, everything all right? He's like... <laughs> 
<laughs> I lost Whitworth's number, and I can't get my tickets to and the all game. the texts. Yeah. No, I had nothing. All right, so, but tell, explain tell, why? tell us why. I explain, explain. Okay, I got a new phone. I got the <laughs> Apple, the, the 13. You made the jump from the 8 to yeah. the 13. The 8. I, I think it was like I the missed 5. The I, missed, I went from 8 to 13. I missed the button, to be honest with still? you. Still? No, I think I'm over the button now. I told you. I think I'm You'll okay now, but finally. But I did. I have kind of ignored all those cloud warnings saying, <laughs> hey, uh, download to the cloud. And it's been, I lost every number I had. So you have no contacts. Eight months ago. No contacts. Well, I have, a, you know, old eight contacts. Months. Right. Nothing new. No text. So all the stuff with Andrew was gone. So all those nudies that you send to me in the middle of the <laughs> yeah, night those, are gone? Yeah, the just, dick pics. Right? Yeah, that you love so much. <laughs> I mean, I can't even imagine what's in By the way, cloud. Probably, probably good. Probably you don't good know, that, bro. Probably good that some of that stuff's not floating around the cloud, huh, Dylan? <laughs> Can you imagine the clouds. someone gets a hold of Dylan's cloud? I mean, <laughs> that's a dark cloud, bro. We're not even cancelable because only Connolly can fire us, I guess. But uh, right, not apparently, you can fire me from your other podcast. <laughs> he might cancel us. But I, I would be horrified. Like, imagine all of a sudden your phone somehow Dylan's cloud took over your phone, and you're like, "What in the fuck am I looking at?" It must be a dark, dark world. I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. After I heard this story, you know, I, I set alarm like in my phone if I want to remember something. Yeah. I right, went right to the phone, 9 a.m. the next day, iCloud, <laughs> just to make up? sure that it's backed up. So, Dylan, yeah. so you get the phone, you open the box. Walk us through. I opened the box. I set it up. And, but uh, did you set it up at the Apple store or were you doing I it I did at it at the Apple store. Right. He's they, like, hey, make sure your contacts are all there. But they look like they're there. You right. Know? A lot so of say, contacts. Yeah, looks good. Looks good. You haven't made a lot of contacts in the last eight months. <laughs> <laughs> they're all gone. They're all gone. Well, so, so I got people texting me. I'm like, who are who, you? Who, who are, are you? you? And by the way, when who sent you? whenever somebody says, oh, I lost my phone. Who is this? And you're like, yeah, right. Bullshit. You deleted my number. Dylan actually means right. it. Lost my phone. Who is this? Right. Yes. It's Mel Gibson, Dylan. I'm trying to give you a movie. Can you please respond? So when you So when you walked out of there, you saw contacts, you saw stuff, you figured yeah, it was I all there. I thought I had everything there. It was all there. Yeah. Okay. So, you right. go so to the now park. it's 1145 and this is the first time you realize, which is amazing. I'm about in the car. With who? my buddy Chris and another friend of mine and Chris's son. So you, know? you got four. He's all dressed up. You're He's all excited deep. about you're the four, Rams. You're four deep. You're pumped up. Yeah. You're going to SoFi. Everyone's you're a big Rams fan. Right. And you have no tickets and no contacts. No, but I knew me. I had it in my phone. Yeah. Or, I mean, it was or there. so you thought. So I thought. Or so you thought. Okay, right. so where does it dawn on you? And, uh, you know, I'm sitting like... in traffic on the 101. I'm like, oh, I should get up to tickets now. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Everything's gone. I don't have anything. It's in the cloud. I know who to call. Call Doug. Harass him March. on a Sunday. It was like March 3rd. <laughs> it was the last time I recorded anything. So I was like, oh, I'll call Doug because Kevin Connolly will not answer his phone. Oh, uh, okay. So then I sit on with Dylan where I try to like walk him through the cloud. Well, I thought you would because since we had that three, you know, yeah. it was a, a group text. I thought you would have saved it. You said a threesome. That's oh, disgusting. But I think what's You're the really funniest sad. thing you about wish. this, the, the, the funniest thing about this is that he calls me and I said, look, I delete messages. I'm OCD. I like to get him out of there quickly when they're gone, but I know Connolly. There's no way he deleted it. And Dylan's well, like, Connolly will never pick up the phone. Oh, yeah. And not only that, but Doug called me. He's like, Yeah, Dylan said that you would. There's no, he called me because there's no chance that you would ever pick up his call. Kevin, if you shot me a text message. Well, you were next. Don't get me wrong. You, you were me, next. If he shot me a text message that said, Dude, I need Whitworth's number. 
I'm at the stadium and I don't have my tickets. Do you think that I would not? You might not. You might not look at your phone at the time. I, but I would be all over. He doesn't. That, bro. He's got his phone in his hand. His phone all is times. stapled to his face. But what I think is the most amazing thing about this, I'm like, okay, Dylan is not going to the game. Dylan, who it always works out know, for, no it. matter what he does. I'm like, you're gonna text Andrew Whitworth at 11:45 in the morning for a 105 kickoff, and you think he's worried about you getting tickets? And me, who like I take on everybody's anxiety. I'm picturing Whitworth first play of the game, looking up at those four empty seats that Dylan's supposed to be in and fumbling the fucking, I don't know, getting involved somehow in a play that Missing a blocking assignment, Stafford's out for the year. Oh my God. <laughs> Which, look, I know he's smart enough not to be worried about Kevin Dillon, but anyway, I forget about it. I go about my day until I'm again, I'm with my daughter, we're trying to watch a movie, I'm trying to like, you know, she had a car accident a couple of days ago, so, uh, and she's oh, fine. No. She's good. She's, she's okay, totally good. fine, good. but she's a little she, she was here with me, um, helping me kill time when I got fired from Hollywood. <laughs> we sat out and, uh, we talked a little bit about Conley uh, did a good job, like really uh, uh, comforting her because he's had so many car accidents in his life. And, 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 <laughs> Knock and, and, on wood. Bite yeah. your tongue. Bite your tongue. <laughs> but anyway, I, I'm, I'm again sitting there and all of a sudden Connolly's like, are you following the drama? This is like eight, nine o'clock at night with Whitworth and Dylan. I'm like drama. And immediately my heart sinks. I'm like, what is going on? I open up my phone and Andrew Whitworth has been texting that Dylan. Well, th- he was on ahead. the field for his pregame warmup. <laughs> And no, no, no. he was on the field for his pregame warm-up, and he was in. Can you imagine how – I mean, think how big this guy is regardless. Can you imagine him, like, in his pregame warm-up, like, Jesus, my phone's really blowing up. <laughs> it's Dylan. First of all, I knew Doug sent me one number. He's like, I, I erased everything else. This is the only number I got. I believe it's his personal number. I'm his like, personal oh, cell no. phone number? I know I'm calling him at a bad time right now. <laughs> how yeah, many times you can did say you it's a bad time. How many times did you call? I, I, uh, I called once. And he picked up? And it rang. No, no, no. It rang a couple times. <laughs> and then I said, all right, I was going to call you next, Kevin, see if you had another number. And he I probably his, would have had another number. He called his wife and said, can you please handle this right now? It's right. Dylan is calling me. I'm, I'm getting taped up right now. They're taping up my legs. And, you know, so like, you did not you speak to Andrew? No. Okay. Not so until after you left the, the mess. You left the message like, hey, left- bro, I'm a little uh, fucked here. Yes. I and then the he message. called his wife and said, go I, find Kevin Dillon in the parking lot, basically, right? No, no, no. She texted me back. And, said, and I didn't know you? who it was. And right. she probably like, didn't know who you were. Like, she was like, I texted back. Lost the contact. Thanks who a lot, bro. It? And she goes, I'm not your bro, bro. I'm uh, Andrew's wife. <laughs> and I have no and idea Melissa's who you are. Awesome. She's so, she's such, she's hilarious, by the right. way. She's All so right. fun. So, she's a lot of fun, right? Yeah. I, I want to go through the whole thing. So she actually then takes the time while this giant game is going on, by the way, because they need, they, they almost lost. And I believe Dylan was the reason behind that. They almost lost to the Lions, who are the worst team well, in football. Well, it's also a bit of a grudge match, Jared Goff coming yeah. back, right? I mean, yeah. was, was that power? Goff really stepped up. He looked I thought, good. Until the end of that game. He looked but, good. Yeah. But could you feel that in the stadium? Was that kind of powerful? Oh, you could feel it. Right. Yeah. Right. But I want to know, could you feel that you had any effect on this, that, that <laughs> poor Andrew Whitworth is dealing with getting you Hell tickets? no. That guy's locked in. Yeah, he is. But walk me through it. So his wife texts you, and then, because so there were more problems. she texts me and said, oh, I'll get, yeah. I, you had I'll, some I'll more, come get you. You had more technical issues. Yes. My still. whole phone was in, like, you know, I had a, my God. phone was a mess. In the it's beginning, you got to, you know, put all your new codes back. But what did she do? She new... emailed you copies so of the tickets? I sent everything to Chris Wynn, to my buddy, and, uh. 
She sent it to him. She emailed him the tickets because yes. you, at this point, couldn't even get into your email. No, I, could, right. I couldn't remember my password. <laughs> what time did you get into the game? I got it all figured out now. The first text I got from Andrew is that your boy Dylan is in the luxury suites <laughs> drinking all the wine. So that is not true. <laughs> I was kidding, right? No, I, just, I had one glass of wine. I was drinking beer. So, but how'd you get in? Give me, just walk me through. You get so, no, tickets? it was easy. We got the tickets before we got there. Okay. She she set it up. And, uh, were you in for kickoff? Were you in? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we you saw early. early kickoff. Dylan's yeah, a tailgate. Came in early. Dylan was there was, at 9.30. Dylan barbecued for the whole fucking <laughs> time. I was playing running bases with all these. He's got four kids, and there were a bunch of other kids, and I was like playing running bases. You're playing in the running suite. bases in the suite. So you're in the, is this the Rams suite? Are you like, no, no, this is Andrew's, Andrew's personal suite, suite and it's amazing. Yeah, I, It's I, right next to Aaron Donald's personal suite, suite, who I also met too. Aaron Donald, great guy. You met Aaron Donald. Yeah. Can I just say one thing? Because Connolly and I talk about this all the time. This was like our Hawaii trip. Dylan asked me to get us to Hawaii for seven months, okay? I made it happen. I got us to the White Lotus Hotel, the greatest hotel in the world, the Four Seasons. And Dylan doesn't book plane tickets day after day, week after week, month after month. And then... Connolly and I are Well, on. we recorded an episode the day before we left for Hawaii, and as Dylan was walking out the door, he's like, I still might be joining you guys. We're like, that's impossible. What impossible. Do you mean? You're but, leaving but, to But we're then we're on the Dude, you don't know how I work, bro. <laughs> I was then, there before all you guys. But then we're on the plane, Kevin and I, and, and we're still actually debating whether he's going to try to come. I thought you were going to show up a day late. That was my And, and what happens? I get a picture with him in a Mai Tai sitting on the beach <laughs> in Hawaii because he has no stress and everything always works he out. Beat us, he beat us. Yeah. beat us to Hawaii. Trust me, there was stress. All that <laughs> stuff you had to do with the, uh, the oh, vaccinations oh, yeah, and stuff stress. like that, it was it was a pain in the ass, but I did it. All right, know? so now, same thing again. My day was spent going, uh, and I know, listen, I, I know Andrew Whitworth is both smarter than me and less emotionally confused, so I know he wasn't worried about you, but I was. I was like, okay, this is going to be some type of situation. But you get to the suites, you're with his wife, you're with his family, everybody loves Johnny Drama's there, and they're he, a hero. He killed it. Dylan put on a clinic at, at the SoFi Stadium. <laughs> he, Dylan could have done, Dylan done the halftime show at SoFi at that point. <laughs> and then you follow him home? Like, I, I, what Wait a second then? now. <laughs> what kind of a predator do you take me <laughs> you, for? Jesus, that follow anyone home. So it turns out, I, you know, I was talking to his wife, and she's like, oh, yeah, we live in uh, Lake Sherwood. I was like, no way. I live in Lake Sherwood. What turns a coincidence. Out we, we live like... Uh, Right around the corner from me. On a side note, Andrew Whitworth, who did Victory the Podcast, he was on time, and Dylan is never on time from Lake Sherwood. So what, what, what do you think about that? I don't know what you're talking about. I was a half hour early today. Here, here's the if thing. I get no traffic, I could get, be early. I'm one of the last of the Mohicans, Doug, you two, with a landline, yep. right? Yep. So I'll get people will tell me like, and it's usually people that I've known for a long time, right? That will be like, dude, I've been calling you. I'm like, bro, no, you haven't. <laughs> no, you haven't been calling. Yes, I have. No, I haven't. What ha- was happening with Dylan was Dylan will be will be in Hawaii, and Dylan's like, hey, Connolly's on his focus because he's calling my landline right. in West Hollywood. Right. So I confiscated Dylan's phone and deleted the yes, my landline. Did. Yes, you did. So you cannot make that uh, okay. call by right. accident. Yeah, Is that yeah. fair enough? Yeah, yeah. So I'd like a fresh shake on on all right, all right, this, this all right. narrative. I'm going to change not, this narrative. This but narrative I, I just of me you know not what? picking I, up the phone. In, in, your fair, in fairness to you, too, I had him reversed. I had your cell phone and your home right. reversed. Because when you and I met— you and I met, the, the landline was, was you know, still a 
prominent yeah. place to communicate. I have one until recently. But I also want to interject. Dylan's the only person I know over the last decade. When I call him, I get a busy signal. And I, I don't understand that. That's not I possible. don't get That's that not either. Possible. That's no, no, no. It's not only possible. It's, it happens. And it happens all the time when I try to reach you. I don't know what it that's is. Weird. And that's weird. Dylan, you know what? Before you leave here today, we're going to show you how to use FaceTime audio. Because at your new I know how to do. Oh, do you? Oh, because yeah. at your new place, you have I to. I know. I get no, I have to use FaceTime audio. I get no audio. reception. I, I have to use FaceTime audio at my house. So does Doug. Wow. You've got to use FaceTime audio. Tell okay. me how you end up at, at Andrew Whitworth's house. So uh, <laughs> I was playing running bases. We now moved in into the hallway because a couple of balls got, uh, got wild. And <laughs> so we moved into the hallway, and Andrew comes walking down the hall. This is after the game now. Right. And he sees us all play, and I was like, sorry, bro, about that uh, that call sorry an hour before sorry. the game. Sorry to bother you. Distract right you game. during your pregame ritual. <laughs> so, so we so. go inside. We're hanging out. And he goes, hey, we're going to have a couple people over for drinks by the house. I mean, you live right around the corner if you want to come on by. I was like, hell yeah, bro. <laughs> so I, I think I think Whitworth was fucking with Doug and I a little bit because, you know, I later on after the game, I once I knew you were safe and sound in the <laughs> <laughs> right. This is really how Conley and I work. We're like the parents that are worried. worried about me. Once yeah. I knew you were tucked away safely in the in the booth, I was like, okay. So, um, you know, later on after the game, I I I said to Whitworth, I said sent him a text. I was like, so I uh, had that end up working out with Dylan, and he was like, um, well, he's at my house. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I, I was losing my mind. I honestly was. You know, he's I, like Dylan's drinking all my wine. We realize now that he was joking, <laughs> but he said you were drinking, and I was like, "Yeah, we had a couple glasses." I, I was so stressed about. You must this. have great wine. There was this. Oh, uh, nice. There was this old Saturday Night Live sketch, which is amazing, with John Belushi. Do you remember this? It was called the thing that wouldn't leave. Like Belushi is, <laughs> he's at Bill Murray's house, and like he's just they're like, "We're gonna go to bed now," and 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 Belushi's just like, "You know what? I think I'll watch the Twilight Zone or some shit like that." And he just sits on the couch, and everybody <laughs> right. screams. Yeah. So I'm picturing Dylan. Me too. Because Andrew sent me a video of you at the house. I did not. Not overstay my welcome. <laughs> yes. Because as I saw people start to file out, I did not want to be the last guy out of here. <laughs> right. And you didn't. So hit, I was like, "Let's get out of here." He's you didn't had a hit long on day. Andrew's wife, right? I, no. no, she. <laughs> she's a way, beauty she, too. She loves really Dylan. great. She loves Dylan. Yeah. It's funny because Whitworth. He sent me a video of you guys. No way. Yeah, he sent me a video of you guys oh, yeah. around the fire. <laughs> Dylan's holding court. Yep. And then uh, I was thinking, how can I? How can I put this? Because I didn't realize you guys lived. That I know course. how you put it. You I go, said, what's the exit I strategy? Said, Have you guys discussed an exit strategy? What? How how does this come to an end? In the morning, I woke up. I was like, "How's everyone doing? Everyone okay over Dylan's there?" Dylan's crashed out of my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said he was leaving, but they found him out in the bushes by the mailbox. And by the way, that's the thing with Dylan. This is not a negative to you because what what I always find, including in Hawaii, everybody thinks this guy is the most enjoyable human being to hang around. Right. But for whatever reason, I'm just like, does anyone like? Does anyone care if he leaves? Because he's been to my house at a couple of parties where you know it's like 2 a.m. and Dylan's still just hanging, holding well, he's court, comfortable hanging. <laughs> He's coming. He's not going to run out of your house. Yeah, yeah I, I, I didn't want to overstay my welcome. No, and he just played a pretty tough game. And right. <laughs> and he's also a giant. I he's mean, huge. He is a big great man. guy, though. What so will you, just... will you pop by the house now? Or well, that's what I was. Yeah, gonna yeah. Say. We're gonna we're gonna hang again. I don't mean hang. Will you just I'm drop just by, pop ring by. the doorbell? No, I will not. No, no, no. nobody does that. You, Dylan you, would do it, and they'd let him in. Dylan, and uh, you know, I, I might go trick or treating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. I might put a... like. But if Dylan was driving by the house and like heard some music or something, like, oh, Andrew's having a little get together. What's up, Andrew? Yeah, I mean, if there was a party going on there, I think he probably wouldn't mind me coming by. 
by. Coming by, right? You know, Dylan took a picture of the Whitworth kids, and it's a great shot. They're all holding up the victory sign. I'm picturing it at Halloween. Dylan's showing up with the Whitworth jersey and a helmet and going, are you guys ready to trick or treat? And everybody's like, <laughs> hey, Dad, who's the old guy that we can't get rid of? But I, I, I don't know. Dylan, oh, they you, know me well now, the kids. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, you going to be for this Halloween? The old vampire? You're pulling out the you old know, vampire? I don't want to steal your Gilligan costume, but... Uh... What are you going to do? You going, you going vampire? Yeah, vampire. I might put, put the uh, contacts in Do you have the contacts and the teeth? You know I, exactly I where they them are? Anymore I was going to say, they got so lost the in the movie. I the white contacts. They're really crazy looking with the white eyes. I'm having a Halloween party in my house. You're going to be away Oh, you with do me. it up, dude. You're going to be with Mel Gibson. But Connelly's coming. Do you have a costume, Connelly? And do not show up like you did at Ugly Sweater Night where you refused to wear a sweater. I had until a, sw- I told I you, a sweater. But I, but I told you you had to. You were you didn't want to. Yeah. Are you going to wear a costume? I'm going to wear Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put something together. Not but I'm not, I'm not going like crazy like you guys. I like to be comfortable. I'm not, you know. See I'm how he tries to shame me like me, you guys. You do like, want to be comfortable. You want to look yeah, good, but you like, wanna, you don't want to be like, I can't hold anything. Doug will, like, do, Doug will do four hours of makeup like for a Halloween party. I'm he's trying not, to shame I want you to go as Tarvold. Can you do that? <laughs> By the way, maybe I will. Yeah. I just want something easy and light, and I want... I want uh, that would be funny. You want if he a, went as Tarvold? Viking Quest? It would be really funny if he went as a mini Andrew Whitworth. That would be I still think I can pull off Sean McVay. If I put the headset on, and the, and the Rams zip up. People know what I was. So I don't know about that. You know, you know what? It's what so funny. Carry a clipboard. Hold on one second. So, so we've had this Rams podcast where we've interviewed, you know, Stafford and and Johnny Hecker and a bunch of other Rams. And Connolly likes to ask each one of them if they look like Sean, if he looks like Sean McVay. And every <laughs> I, one of them like, has eh. basically said, "No, you don't." And he's still going. I don't this. listen. He, by the way, I'm happy to say this. He should wish he looked like me. <laughs> like I'm better looking than he is. They, that's for sure. And by the way. Uh, Andrew Whitworth actually texted me this morning and gave me a contact that I lost. He goes, oh, by the way, here's Carter Clutchfield's number. Uh, who's Carter Clutchfield? He's the uh, McVeigh's assistant. He's a part of the coaching staff. A lot of them live out in Westlake in this area where right. I live. Because so that's I, where the practice facility yeah. is, right? That's where you want to So live. like yeah. I said, I introduced Dylan to Andrew Whitworth, and now I have nothing, and he's he cut- best friends with the oh, He's my buddy. <laughs> Don't worry, Doug. We might let you hang out with us. Doug, if, if a seat opens up, you could find yourself uh, in the <laughs> yeah, box at the next game. Well, this is what used to happen. I mean, uh, again, I'm just trying to give the paint the picture. I worked my ass off for a couple of years to create this show called Entourage. Connolly comes on and becomes like whatever he is, the, the Sean McVay lookalike of the show. And all of a sudden, he, he should is, hope. All of a sudden, he's like <laughs> beloved by the New York Islanders, which I grew up looking. So Connolly, behind my back, sneaks away, goes to like the Islanders behind celebration with all the greatest guys. I, I just don't think it would have looked exactly right with you dropping the puck for the opening uh, opening. <laughs> I didn't even want the puck, but I said, Connolly, you went to the Islanders game. You didn't even say it. He goes, you know what? I, I wish I thought about it because they said they actually said I could bring a friend. And I was like, I'm not your fucking friend. I'm the guy that put you in a position to be dropping the puck at Nassau College. I also made a movie about them. I've done some but things. That was way Islanders. after the fact. Yeah, you're anyway. right. You're right. November 20th, Paramount Theater. December 2nd, the Wilburn Boston. December 3rd, Port Chester. Port New Chester. York. Have we checked, um, have we checked uh, those numbers yet? Oh, I don't check anything. You're scared. The yeah, Port I'm Chester scared. numbers? Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't checked. That's so far away. That's far away. That's I mean, what they're, they're all far away. They're all far away. I, I, that's what I'm trying to tell you. How, how many t- seats have we sold? We've sold. Can we say that? We're yeah. well. We're we're well on our way on Long Island. Okay, we're going to be fine on Long Island. We'll see what happens in uh, Boston and Portchester. We're going to step it up. We're Come fighting on. the fight. So, anything else you guys got to say? I was trying to think. I'm glad we got that out of the way. I'm I'm, I'm glad you have come to terms with the fact that you fired me from Hollywood Ways, <laughs> Dylan. I'm glad that I'm going to get a second chance with the phones. Now, all right, all right. You call you're me. Not, you're not you call me. Yeah, For yeah. real you though, Connolly, you got to tell the angry Kevin Connolly. 
Valley lovers, which just a side note on Hollywood ways. This was a very strange moment in my life. I do think you're you're handsome as hell. I love that women have always loved oh, you. Oh, I yeah. defend you all the time when people go, how did E get these women on the show? But I'm doing Hollywood ways with Breezy, who's on All-American, and she has a beautiful co-star. I'm blanking on her name right, right now. It's probably good that you're blanking on her name. You probably shouldn't be saying whose na- who's name it is. All right, I won't say her name, but anyway, she's a beautiful co-star on the show, and Breezy put her on a FaceTime with Kevin Connolly, and she was so nervous because of her crush on Kevin Connolly that she couldn't talk. I'm not joking. It's kind of so, weird, man. She's only human, bro. Does this <laughs> does this happen to you often? I mean, does what? this... Stealing my lines. Where, she's where, only human. Where beautiful women cannot manage to speak in front of you because your, your presence that was is so clearly arresting the first time. to them? That's ever happened. <laughs> I wouldn't know. It's not something that happens every did day. It ma- did it give you a confidence boost? Did you feel good about it? I feel great anyway. <laughs> I feel great anyway. I didn't need that confidence boost. I have a question. Are you guys finding yourselves with Whit- Whitworth and we've been doing these interviews with what the do you mean Rams? Finding ourselves? Are you finding yourselves part of you becoming slight Rams fans? No oh, disrespect to the Giants. Well, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Listen, no doubt. I mean, it's hard always not to Giants first, but yeah. I've it's said, hard not to I mean, there's a this, lot of really great guys in that team. I've said this for years, but sports, when I was a kid, it was all about, you know, my team. Now it's all about the guys that I've met. We actually have Chase Winner, which is E in the booth here, Charles Morris. And he honestly, like, he likes to think of himself as the E of Chase, who's a linebacker for the Patriots. He's also handsome, love- so there you go. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could play him in Halloween, Kyle. You look like him, too. So, But I root for guys that I like. The Giants are out of it. There's no way they're coming back. So right now, yes, I would yeah. like to see the Patriots and the Rams go as far as they possibly can. And by the way, Aaron Donald wants to do this show. So uh- This podcast. I love how he this drops podcast. that now. Well, maybe you could lock that down. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, do we want him to come in maybe during the offseason? I don't know. I, Are think, we no. still... I, I think we wait for him for the offseason. I, yeah, dude, I mean, it would be great to have him in here, but. We don't wait for anything. If Aaron Donald's ready to come on, he's not well, I'm going to be gone Friday. He's so you not, might not, he's not ready to come on. Well, he's, he's, by the way, Dylan's backing up a little bit. He's like, I'm gone Friday, but, he's, you he's know. He's going to be there for this one. He goes, I am going to his house for some bevies this week. but uh, <laughs> We're going to be hanging out. We're going to be playing some golf. By the way, Andrew Whitworth is a two handicap. <laughs> and a member at Sherwood on wow. top of that. We got to get out of Sherwood. I don't know. I'm yeah. so bitter about everything that's happening in this universe Doug right is now. Still, <laughs> Doug is still off Instagram. He's still the platform that's looking like it's permanent. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's looking yeah. like it's permanent. How sick is that? That's sick. Yeah. I did nothing. I mean, yeah, Dil- I mean, Dylan wrote, uh, do you fuck like a puma on his Instagram? Tag somebody they- that not only- like a puma. <laughs> you trying to get me thrown off too, bro? <laughs> don't, don't get us deplatformed, bro. Whatever you do, man. Believe me, no one at Instagram is listening to this podcast, but they might be looking at your thing. But you, not only did you not get deplatformed, you became a, a hero to the Rams and everybody else in the <laughs> athletic world. Dylan <laughs> delivered Julius Randle from the Knicks to us, and now apparently he's friends with Aaron Donald, too. I'm, the whole thing makes me fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, but- listen, I would like, I'm also want to, you know, I'm, I, Kennedy and I watch a lot of sports. I mean, granted, she's four months old, but she does stare at the TV. Right? I don't what know does what this mean? I'm, I guess my point is that <laughs> g- moving forward, as she starts to, she will be a fan of only LA teams. Oh, that's a decision you're making. Really? It's a decision, it's a creative decision that I'm making. Now, I made that decision okay. when my kids were kids that they would only be fans of New York teams. So Yeah, right. me too. Right, yeah. but I mean, she's from Los Angeles. Yeah, she is an Angelina, yeah. and she's going to be Dodgers. Yeah. My kids are too. Rams, I don't even like them to say Lakers. 
And by and the way, I, and it's Islanders. an easier life with all these winning teams. Too, you well, know but I mean? also you want to be able to. I don't want to. I don't want to take my. Did you say Islanders and the Islanders? That's oh, the one okay. That's, so that's of, the one that's team. That's the one team. But I, no I, I don't want to like take my kid. You know, I want people to take my kid to a game where she's rooting for the home team, and I don't want to yeah. take my kid to a Dodger Can game. Can I just hear you? So, I you know you, what, though, it's real easy to say this: why every LA team is succeeding. On top. So They're all on that's top. That's great, Kevin. Listen, bro, I'm a Dolphin. I'm a Dolphins fan. Glad they're not Mets fans and Dolphins. Fans, right, but you're not going to take her to Yankee games. No, I'm saying that what what I do is different. She, I want her to be. I want to instill that you root for the home team. Well, I I don't know when my kids. She wants actually, to be a Charger fan. Maybe when, when people fan. ask my kids where they're from and they say uh, Beverly Hills, I throw up in my mouth a little. Why? Bit, to be totally <laughs> honest with you, I just I don't like it. I just yeah, I, hear I don't you like do. it. I, I just you. I feel like right, in New York. You want to say like Brownsville? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, my exactly. daughter's from Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you born? Malibu. I was yeah. born in Malibu and Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's really far horrible. out, dude. It's really horrible. But I, I don't really, know. Really? Do you feel? Do you feel a sense of? I just. What have I done? You know what I think? And I was talking about this today. We did an interview for Newsday. Me and Connolly. Dylan's not available for press because he's got a Mel Gibson movie. He's too big. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, we were Sorry, talking bro. about it. I've never felt like uh, I was from Los Angeles, even though I've lived here almost twice as long as I lived in New York. Right. I've always felt like a New Yorker. The show was really always about these New Yorkers who were outsiders to this town. But and your kids are from like Beverly Hills. It. I know, but... But that's know. okay. Hopefully I've instilled think, in dude, them... You act like it's like some village, like third world village, or, you know, out, it's out a, somewhere. It's a beautiful place. It just is, you, you think know... think it has a, a stigma to it? It's sound that's just, yeah, Beverly Hills. No, man. but it's also, I just don't feel like that. I feel like, and I feel like all of us, we've maintained our roots of where we came from. And of course. it's why I always get excited when I go back to Long Island. I think I told you guys, I went back three weeks ago. I went to my house that I grew up in, which I do every couple of years. I bring my kids there. And so you know a lot of people on Long Island. I, I, so yeah. the November 20th shouldn't be a problem. I don't know it's how many I know with 100 bucks. Doug's but got it covered. Yeah, we're going to see. Anyway, <laughs> everybody in Long Island, we love you. Everybody in Boston. Uh, you know, we love you, too. Besides Bruins fans, we... <laughs> Yes, we do. We Sorry. Like that too. Last Sorry. thing I want to say, Doug, do you do you feel like there there will be a stigma to being from Beverly Hills? Is that something that you have to overcome, Malibu, Beverly Hills? I mean, I'm saying this because well, it just comes. With I could throw oh, the West Hollywood. Sorry, right? So <laughs> you think it's an unfair pressure on the kids? Well, I do, and and look, what we where we came from was middle class, more working class, and I'm not saying we were poor because we weren't. We we lived a nice life, but it just felt like a more working class environment than all the jerk offs I see around Beverly Hills, and uh, you know when. I think of Beverly Hills, even though I live there. And even, yeah, I was going to say you live in Beverly no, but Hills even seeing years. even seeing the kids that that grow up with my kids, it feels like a lot of very rich entitled people. And I know I don't love it. And I go back to Merrick. I often wish that I had my kids grow up the way I did, with thirty kids in the street playing basketball, hockey, and football, trick or treating. And Kevin, your daughter's going to be able to say she's from Hollywood, she's which from, is, has a cooler sound about it. I because was say, Hollywood's got a little bit of a tough thing about. I'm going to tell her to say, drop the West. Yeah. Yeah, don't say West. Don't say West. West, you're West from Hollywood. Hollywood you're, you're is not from, as tough. You're from yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. If anybody asks you, you Hollywood. say you, you grew up right near One Oak. Oh, hopefully <laughs> she'll be able to right say she's a fan of the Super Bowl champion <laughs> and Kevin Dillon's best friend, Andrew Whitworth's Rams. But anyway, that wraps up another episode of Victor's Podcast. I'm Doug Allen. I'm Kevin Dillon. Kevin Cobb. Love, 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 love